But what we found was over the course of the last few years, larger corporations, larger nonprofits were coming to us and saying, you know, we really need to be more innovative. We, we really would like to think like a startup. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Go Rogue Podcast. My name is Brian Fitton. This is the podcast dedicated to doing marketing differently, serving first, giving value, and building your brand. Um, today, we have some special guests, but first, Lauren Lewis, my co-host. How's it going, Lauren? It's going good. Yeah, and we are here in Startup Junkie World Headquarters. Global. Global <laughs> Headquarters, yes, yeah. very universal excited. secret bunker. Un- secret. <laughs> yeah, it's a secure uh, location. <laughs> exactly. So we actually just filmed uh, a, a podcast episode with them. So uh, we have Jeff Amrine and Caleb Talley. Is that your? Mm-hmm. La- I apologize. I yeah, should have yeah, gotten absolutely. your last name. I see in the emails all the time. We, um, but thank you guys for being on today. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you guys for having us on your podcast. This is just a podcasting kind of day. So, so it's it's you know full on bromance. I it think. is. <laughs> Absolutely. With, with, with friends. With friends, yeah, with friends. Um, yeah, I'm super excited because we, uh, we're going to dive into basically what Startup Junkie does. Um, they have been a huge impact on our business, and so um, just love what they do and the community that they're building and the events. So if your marketing director is wanting to do more with the events and promoting that and then also kind of digging into your community, making sure they feel supported, um, that's, what, uh, that's why we're here today. So I'm very excited about that. But before we get into that... Yep. Lauren, we like to start off with something fun. What is that? We always start our episodes off with, what are you obsessed with this week? So starting with our guests, what are you guys obsessed with this week? Mm. I would have to say this particular week, we're assess- obsessed with maintaining social distance <laughs> yeah. and figuring out how to take everything we do, which is very engaging and a lot of it is face-to-face and, and make it digitally available to our yes. clients. Because oh, we yeah. still have to, our job, even in this, the state of national emergency we're in, is to help innovators and entrepreneurs uh, be empowered and successful in what mm-hmm. they do. And it's it's a challenge to figure out how to do that completely digitally. Absolutely. I'm ex- obsessed with the gr- regret of not having bought that giant novelty roll of toilet paper that Charmin advertised <laughs> during Christmas. That. Yeah. So you just think if you would have had that, how much that would be worth today. Oh, yeah. Um, and also what Jeff said. And, yeah. and also on that side. I've heard, I've heard they're selling out of sandpaper too. So there's there's really some hardcore people in the uh, yeah, SEC. I saw the duct tape out. one yeah. as well. So that's, you know, get a wax and all No, I'm sorry. Is that too much? Sorry, Lauren. It's too much. <laughs> Lauren, what are you obsessed with? So mine's really random, but uh, actually it's chicken teriyaki. Okay, I know it's random, but (laughs) my dad has an old Cook's Illustrated recipe, and every time I make it, I'm like, this beats all other chicken teriyaki. I made it last night, and I told my husband, I said, this is so dang good. (laughs) The best chicken teriyaki in the world. I mean, it just is really good, and you see all these, like, you know, cheap bottles at Walmart of, like, marinade sauce that you could use, Mm. but it does not compare. Yeah. But there's some secret ingredient. I mean, it's MSG. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of gunpowder in there, or something really cool. I mean, yeah, it's, it's real simple, but I just oh, thought, cool. man, it's like I think it's just like homemade and it's just good and it's yeah. real comfort food. But well, that's good lunch. Cool. Thank you for that. I'm yeah. sorry, yeah. I did too. That, does make, that makes me kind of hungry. Yeah. Um, so I'm obsessed with. I think 
it's been kind of kind of a crazy roller coaster. But I I have I'm always trying to find a new show, and so for some reason while I've been traveling, I, I the Outsider with Jason oh. Bateman, ah. it is super Heard creepy. It's good, yeah. But I'm it too is scared to try. Oh yeah, I tried to get my wife to actually watch it with, and she was like, yeah, no. She's like, that's not happening. So uh, it's good so far. I'm not going to say anything else about it, but uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. And speaking of Jason Bateman, the new uh, season of Ozark is coming out. Is it? Nice. March 27th. Awesome. Nice. We Somebody else said that. They're like, nobody, nobody at this table gets paid for endorsing uh, them, uh, yeah. but Ozark is <laughs> great. We love Jason Bateman. Yeah, right? he's Apparently. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, Jason Bateman fan club podcast. Somebody, <laughs> we should start that. Yes. Somebody's saying they're like, canceling basketball, canceling everything. It's like, at least let Ozark come out sooner. Exactly. Right? No, <laughs> exactly. Really. They're not canceling Netflix, thankfully. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, goodness. 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 Yeah. All right. So, hey, let's jump into uh, basically our topic today. So I'm very excited to, to do this. But Jeff, I'm going to kind of hand it over to you. So tell us a little bit about Startup Junkie, what mm-hmm. you guys do, who you support. Yeah, absolutely. So <clears throat> this is kind of an accidental business that got away. I mean, that's the way I like to describe it. Sometimes nice. the business model is described as an unsustainable business model we've sustained for 12 years. But what we are is we're an entrepreneurial support organization. And, and what that really means is we're a management consultancy, kind of like KPMG or McKinsey, plus an event management company. And the difference is we all of our services to our early stage clients from pre-revenue to about $25 million in sales are completely free because wow. we're third-party funded by federal government, state government, foundations, and others. So a client can come in here and get you know, kind of a triage on where they are in their business, and then we've got a whole set of tools, and we've got a pretty good network of people we can connect them to. And in normal circumstances, when we're not in our undisclosed bunker location, <laughs> we, we have lots and lots of events and workshops and different things that help build community around startups. But this is something where we've grown from, it was kind of an ad hoc side hustle when I started in 2008, where we now have 20 people in two locations. We operate two brands, the Startup Junkie brand, actually three now, the Conductor brand and the Innovation Junkie brand. Yeah, yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, and I, I said mentioned it before. I mean, I've taken advantage of your guys' services. I mean, anytime I've needed advice or anything, or even references or referrals, I guess, to other, you know, accounting or anything, you guys have been just phenomenal with well, sitting you. down with me, listening to my problems, saying, hey, this is who you need to contact. And it's almost like building, talk about building a community and a referral yep. base. I mean, you guys don't necessary you've been very open with like hey we may not have the answers but we know somebody who does you know and that's huge that's huge well and you know when you see over a thousand clients in those one-on-one meetings you you can't know everything Mm -hmm. about about what they do but over a course of a long period of years and with a a pretty seasoned team you build a good network of people that can be pretty helpful yeah absolutely absolutely so caleb from your position so you handle a lot of the marketing and and promotion of the events right Mm -hmm. um so talk to us a little bit about when you guys are looking at those events what is it that you're kind of zeroing in on like hey this will be beneficial to our community what are kind of some of those Mm -hmm. those things a lot of it's driven by um, people coming to us and saying you know i'm interested in this um Mm -hmm. i think i would find we'd find value in this sort of event um if you have enough people coming and asking for a marketing workshop it's probably time to host a marketing workshop and then we also have a lot of people that um, because we have built up such a good reputation people that are experts in certain industries uh, come to us and say, hey, um, I want to give back. Y'all have helped me. Um, I'm pretty knowledgeable on this category. I'd love Mm -hmm. to come in and um, give back to some of this community that's given to me. And so it's a really cool opportunity to allow people to give back and do a presentation, a workshop, those sort of things. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like that was a 
that was like a pointed thing that you're saying at me. You're like looking at me like, you well, know, we, you've you, taken you advantage of this. You have like, yet. Yeah, so. I wonder why we have anybody come in and talk about the power of video yeah, marketing. No, no. I wonder who could do that. That's right. called your conscience. Yeah, exactly. Like, I just hear Caleb in the back of my head that constantly was the, that saying was that. Yeah, that was a toss. That was a toss. That was good. That was good. No, and that's something, I mean, we've talked about as well. It's almost like mm-hmm. we got buried in client work and we're now kind of getting our head above water. We're like, okay, yeah, we need to... Yeah. figure out some processes and different things like that. And we'd love to, obviously. I mean, this community, we talk about it, uh, with even the one million cups. I mean, I, I think that's where I see you most. Yeah, but absolutely. just being able to just sit and hear, you know, just story after story of entrepreneurs who are in the space and people with different ideas and, um, you know, really be able to support them and, and their ideas and, and going forward. I mean, it's pretty cool. So, yeah. Lauren has not been to a one million cups yet, so let's turn the attention to her. Well, you have to wait say, now. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Most every... Wednesday morning, when we're not in the middle of a global apocalypse, uh, <laughs> at the exchange in Bentonville from mm-hmm. 8 to 9 a.m. And it's it's awesome. It's Kauffman Foundation supported event. Yep. And I get to sleep in a few Wednesdays. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> There's an upside to yeah. some of this, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, I mean, how do you guys go about, I mean, besides like someone coming to you and saying, mm-hmm. we need this, mm-hmm. what, how do you choose what to educate on, what to choose, what to promote? A lot of that is driven by the need. Like, right. for you know, we have people that, like I said, that do come and say, "Hey, uh, we would like to lead a workshop on this." But we also have a lot of people that are saying, "Hey, we haven't been to a workshop on this, okay. or we haven't really um, seen this yet." Um, so that drives a lot of it too, trying to meet a need and add value. And, and it can be a variety of topics. So, sure. so as you think about the things that typically cause businesses to fail, mm-hmm. it can be. How do you know if you're solving a problem that anybody cares mm-hmm. about? So we'll take somebody through a lean canvas and a customer mm-hmm. discovery kind of uh, a workshop. It can be a matter of how do you raise finance and what are your choices and how does it work and the entrepreneur's perspective or an investor's perspective. It can be how to pitch and then things like idea fame and pitch contests and how to put together a good story and storytelling. Mm-hmm. It can kind of be across the spectrum of things you might imagine. And just to compound on that, we had um, – an idea fame, which is a 60 second pitch competition, uh, a few weeks ago. And, um, a lot of the people that had signed up to pitch, they came back to me and they said, I, I, I want feedback because that event doesn't really yeah. provide the opportunity for feedback or coaching. And so they said, uh, we love this. Uh, we love the opportunity to pitch, but we also want some feedback. We love some coaching. So went back to the drawing board and we have a pitch coaching event um, next month, hopefully, um, to where we'll have a communications professor come in who has experience in coaching people through pitches and not just here's a dry erase board, this is what your pitch should look like, but actually walking you through it and coaching you and giving you feedback as you're pitching. Um, So a lot of it's driven by need. That's huge. Yeah, and I've... um been able to be on the uh, judging panel I think it was for a startup weekend mm-hmm. at one point and so I know that that is a difference between the two because we are able to give that feedback mm-hmm. uh, immediately but I have been to some of the, the 90 second pitches and different things like that where it's like you basically get up you do it and yeah. then you go sit down you and you're like yeah. did I do okay did I not you know? yeah you know the, the idea of fame Thing which started out as Gone in 60 Seconds or G60 and we rebranded it to idea oh, fame that's right, yeah. that, yeah. Was, that was really there was one we wanted to be fun, and it was an experiment that that's kind of stuck with us now almost the whole time we've been been in business. But it's a little bit Shark Tank, and it's a little bit American Idol, yeah. And it's fast paced, yeah. so it's no slides, no notes. You get up there, and and the MC will, 
you know, will either abuse you or <laughs> applaud you. And if you don't show up, there are lots of hateful things will be said about yeah. you if you don't actually make it. But, but the whole idea for that was to have the contest as an excuse to draw a bunch of people together that didn't know there would be people in that crowd that they needed to know. Yeah. And so it's community building. We've had 300 people show yeah. up, 35 wow. or 40 and contestants. Every time we have one, we have well. There will always be that same cast of characters that are going to come to most of them, and mm-hmm. people that are in this community that we see at a lot of events. But we also, I feel like, at every one of these, Somebody we have a handful of people that come to pitch that we've never seen before. That's right. Wow. And then we ended yeah. up, you know, end up turning them into a client because yeah. they come back. You know, yeah. maybe they won and they came back and mm-hmm. um, can build a relationship with them. And it's energizing getting them in the door. It's yeah. energizing. Yeah, absolutely. Fun. Well, and that's why I'm, we always talk about is with marketing efforts. It's like sometimes contests can be the best way to get somebody to introduce to you, like sharing out that content, you know, and being involved in that contest. Um, because there is a is thousand dollars mm-hmm. if they win. Yeah. basically fund two one thousand dollar prizes. You dangle wow. a big happy Gilmore check yeah. in front of some <laughs> right? people, it's, they will show up. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> it's funny what motivates people, and money is one of those yeah. things. Yeah. yeah. Well, and even just with the uh, the one million cups events that you guys do, I mean that there's nothing involved in that other than just you get to be in front mm-hmm. of a room of people yeah. and yeah. just talk about your business. Mm-hmm. I mean that's huge in and of itself, and that that can be a motivator. Oh as yeah, well, and, and, and particularly when. When, once somebody goes one time and they see that people are not there judging you, but they're trying to figure out how to be helpful, particularly in NWA, mm-hmm. there's something in the DNA here where where a lot of people really want to help you and figure out how to help you succeed, and they're not looking for any kind of reciprocity. Yeah, They just love to see people do well. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's funny you say that because um, at One Million Cups last week or the week before last, had a gentleman who just moved to northwest Arkansas from Ohio, um, and he pulled me aside, and it was after an MC or whatever, and, and said, I'm new to this community, and I just wanted to say, holy cow. He said, everybody's mm-hmm. so supportive and so nice. He said, I've had to tell people to stop calling me sir uh, <laughs> because, he said, I feel uncomfortable being called sir. He said, this community is so supportive, mm-hmm. and I've met just at two or three One Million Cups enough people that um, are willing to help me and want to see me succeed. So I think it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's unique. different. Yeah. It's I, it may be you know, and you use lean canvas jargon speak. It may be the unfair competitive advantage mm-hmm. we have in this oh, region. Oh, I yeah. would say, you know, but even that, I think that you guys have done a good job of fostering that, though. I mean, you really have of being able to say, hey, we're not all in competition with each other. We are just trying to elevate. I mean, this whole community in Northwest Arkansas in general is like kind of the hidden gem out of the Midwest and the flyover states, right? And so we are. I think that you guys have done a great job of like making that the culture mm-hmm. so when people do come into it they see that and they're like okay i'm not going to be the a-hole that you know is, is right. calling people out or anything because i will not be okay in this yeah in this and i got a baseball bat in my truck there you go <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome so hey let's talk about a little bit um you know you talk about conductor and then also um innovation junkie yeah. so innovation junkie just came out brand new yeah um so what is what is that really what how's guys- it how's it different how's yeah, it different yeah. so 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 startup junkie Startup Junkie Consulting, uh, non-profit, for-profit, and Conductor are all focused on exactly the same purpose of serving those innovators and entrepreneurs that are from pre-revenue to $25 million in sales with everything free. Mm. But what we found was over the course of the last few years, larger corporations, larger nonprofits were coming to us and saying, you know, we really need to be more innovative. We, we really would like to think like a startup. We would really like to use the Lean Canvas. We'd really like to understand modern customer discovery. We'd really like to maybe have a look at our culture. Mm -hmm. And so we started to get some engagements with companies that were outside that revenue range where everything's free. And they're like, yeah, we'll pay you to do this. And again, it was 
it was incidental, but it ended up being some very big players and some pretty good engagements. And we're like, we're not marketing for this at all. We're not advertising this at all. This could be its own business unit, and it requires a focus because true to the overall mission, if we can help those innovators and entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs and those larger organizations be more competitive, that's good for everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we just decided to put a name to it, and we went through a whole typical process and I think we there's probably some confirmation bias in there some of us probably <laughs> steered it a little bit towards something that had a similar name yeah, yeah. but innovation junkies seemed to stick and it didn't it didn't piss off the corporate accounts too much where they thought it was you know how to use opioids or anything like that <laughs> so so we stuck with that name and we launched it this yeah, year yeah. and and now we're actively building it myself and Jeff Standrich who is our thought leader who's done so much in innovation and sales processes uh, are, are trying to build that up. Yeah. I think it's phenomenal. And just in the fact of like from a recruiting standpoint, mm-hmm. kind of what we talked about before, it's like you're building up your employees and you're, you're investing in their ideas and the different yeah. products that they're trying to offer under a corporate or enterprise, um, you know, company. And you're only doing it to invest in the community and it makes you look better for recruiting better talent mm-hmm. to your organization. I mean, that's, that's huge. So you mentioned, so are you guys not doing any kind of real promotion or advertising around it? It's just kind of, We're out there or? We're, we're we're actually we're actually working a little bit with um, Dave Creek Media and Glenn Crockett to promote it they help build the site and whatnot and they're doing kind of a, a drip campaign and whatnot and, and and Glenn as it turns out is also a guy who's been integral to the 10x accelerator program oh, in, yeah. Yeah. in Conway and he was he was essentially business partner with Standards when they were both at axiom so we are trying to push it out and promote it a little bit yeah, yeah. and some of it is still very referral and personal network related but we know there's only so, so much we can do with our own network, so we're going to have to do traditional business development and marketing to build a base of business yeah, around Innovation absolutely. Junkie. And oh, maybe even awesome. some video work. You never know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> we, know, we know a team that, that can handle it for you if you want to. Um, well, cool. Well, hey, we want to kind of wrap up here with um, really – kind of some advice that you guys would give to maybe somebody who's in that space, you know, business owners, marketing directors yeah. who are really trying to maybe promote some local events or community building aspect. Um, you know, start with Caleb here. What, what's kind of some advice that you would actually give them to help them that are kicking, kicking this off? I'd say lean into what makes you unique. Um, what sets you apart from everything else? Um, you know, what, I don't know what that is, but <laughs> everybody's got something unique that makes them their cool factor, their it factor, mm-hmm. lean into it. Um, you know, that's sitting great. around that. Come yeah. see us. Come, Come schedule, yeah, absolutely. And schedule well, yeah. a virtual appointment with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we work it from home, yeah. schedule a virtual appointment. We always tell people because we, we do so many podcasts and we consult for podcasting and people are like, well, I, ha- I have this podcast, but there's so many other ones out there. And we're like, yeah, but you have your voice. Yeah, and there are there are exactly. tons of marketing podcasts mm-hmm. I listen to, but I only like specific ones because mm-hmm. of the host, exactly. like that yep. person. So um, that's, I mean, I think mm-hmm. that's great advice. What about for you, Jeff? Yeah, I mean, I, I would say... For me, I, I really like. There's a book written by Jay Bear called Utility. Oh, that's one of my and, favorites. And, he, and yeah. he's awesome. And he starts out, and I mean, I think it's a philosophy mm-hmm. for life, but he starts off with the idea that if you really want to build, uh, genuinely build people to be followers and to be loyal customers, start out by being helpful. Yes. So yeah. figure out how to, and it's that whole pay it forward idea. Figure out how to help people without any expectation that they might ultimately be customers. Establish that thought leadership. Don't do it in a superficial way because people can smell that oh, and yeah. see right through it. But if you do it in a genuine way, you begin to be viewed as as somebody they can trust. Yeah. You know, and so I think that's 
philosophically, I think that's really important. Yep. It's a differentiator too, because not everybody does that. Nobody's doing that, especially in the marketing space. Mm -hmm. It's it's not necessarily marketing, it's more sales. Yep. It's like, what can we push out a coupon or something out? And that's not that's not a true utility. So I actually got to talk with Jay Bear a couple weeks ago. Did you? Yeah, I saw him in San Diego. And he, he's an awesome guy. I met, I met him one time. Guy. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's a great book too. We'll put that in the show notes because yeah. that's a phenomenal it's a book. Good one. Um, but uh, yeah, no, that's that's great advice, guys. Um, we'll have to come back because we there's a lot more that we want to talk with you guys about, uh, especially around the funding space. We didn't yeah. even get into that any yeah. of that. Um, but if you're a um, you know a business that's wanting to get into some type of investment or funding, uh, where can they contact you guys? Where's some good resources oh, and definitely contact us at, at startupjunkie.org. Okay, uh, they can see us at innovationjunkie.com if they're a little bit farther along. But those are and then. Uh, ARConductor.org in Central Arkansas. Those are, those are the three brands. And you will get quick response, quick engagement. Uh, we, we, you know, we're still taking all the appointments we would normally take. They're just virtual or online. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, we love it. Send them our way. Awesome. Awesome. Well, hey, you guys, you heard it. We'll put everything in the show notes as well to make sure that you guys have those links. Right, Lauren? Yep. So sorry. Poor Lauren. She's just hanging out over here. Hey, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this has been so great. So thank you guys again. Hey, for thanks jumping for having us on. Yeah, yeah. Thank it's you. awesome. Jumping into our rapid fire. You ready? Yeah, you ready to go? <laughs> These are rapid fire off the cuff. Okay. All right, let's rock and roll. All right. What is your favorite meal to cook and why? Ooh, that's tough. Um, <laughs> my favorite meal to cook is um, like a caprese chicken. Oh. Um, with like the tomatoes and the yeah. balsamic vinaigrette. Yeah. I just like deglazing the the sautéed garlic with the vinaigrette nice. sauce. It's, just, it's the smells of the vinaigrette and the garlic yes. and the chicken and the cheese. and Yeah, that's good. Goodness, cool. Caleb. That's, <laughs> if, that's if I could, honestly, hitting, if I could man. go back and start school all over again, I'd probably want to go be a cook. A chef. Really? Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't want to go put in all the work that chefs oh, have yeah, to like no. put in to be a decent chef. That's just, a grind. I just man. want to take yeah. a, you know the take the coursework to be a, the best <laughs> at home chef. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's uh, I love watching Chopped. That's like oh my yeah, wife and I always love yeah. that. It's so mm -hmm. good, but. Yeah, I'm way down. I'm, I'm like nachos. Like I, <laughs> so so, I mean, it's like the easiest thing to fix. Just cheese, a little, yeah. little, you know, ground beef or something on yeah. top, and some tomatoes and salt. Sounds I mean, it was good. done. Nice. That's like my favorite because I <laughs> always enjoy it and it's super easy. Nice. So. Yours, is yours going to be the teriyaki chicken? That was like your... Yeah, you know, I of, thought about yeah. it, but actually my favorite is to make um, honey garlic fried chicken. So it's Ooh. just like homestyle fried chicken and I make it with mashed potatoes, but then it's like this soy honey glaze and then you pour that over the fried chicken and the mashed potatoes and it's phenomenal. That sounds nice. really good. Wow. It's really yeah, good. It's one real. of my, my husband and I's favorite meal to huh. eat. Nice. So yeah, nice. that's mine for sure. That's awesome. All right. All right. You ready for the second one? Oh, yeah. Okay. Would you rather be the funniest or smartest person in the room? Well, probably smartest. <laughs> because if you're the smartest, you might not make everybody laugh the whole time, but you can come mm. up with that one smart 
quip Dang when it. it's necessary. So this is why I, I mean, <laughs> now if I say the funniest, I'm gonna be like I'm gonna look like the dumb funny guy, like which uh, the fart that jokes. is actually yeah. Really. <laughs> That's me over here. I had oh, somebody man. mention uh, the other day, I forgot who said this, but um, was talking about the, well, was that One Million Cups um, uh-huh. this past uh, week? Uh, we talked about the strength of an introvert versus extrovert, and the introvert, people think they're not going to um, spout off stuff and chime in, but they're quietly waiting for that one opportunity to provide that one yeah. perfect comment <laughs> or that one perfect joke or the one well-timed moment. The so zinger yeah, right exactly, there, yeah. yeah. No, that's smart. Yeah, I guess I'm just gonna. I mean, I have to go with smart guy. <laughs> yeah, can't yeah. be the funniest after after Caleb's explanation. You know, but it is. But see, there's also the opposite where it's like you don't. You know, you surround yourself. You don't want to be the smartest person. Like you want to surround yourself with smarter yeah, people right. in the business sense. But if we're talking about smart and funny, mm-hmm. I guess you know. But smarter you are, the dumber you feel because you, the smarter you are, the more you realize you don't know. Like, you have the we're capacity just, to, you know. We just keep going down this trail, man. You didn't think that this question would, would elicit so much of a response. Well, if I asked my husband, then he'd be like, well, do you want the funniest person or the wittiest? Oh, and he, great, man. I know. And the wittiest yeah. is probably the smartest. There you go. That would be his argument. Quick wit. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Lauren? I think I would say, as the introverted person, the probably smartest like definitely i'm not one that wants to be in the limelight and yeah. cracking jokes yeah. and everything I'm with, I'm with you on that. <laughs> so i and i definitely don't want to be that person they're like wow she's dumb like <laughs> so makes sense yeah. you're just waiting for that zinger too just that i mean i try yeah. I, I try but i don't always yeah. it doesn't land that's hilarious <laughs> all right hey this was good it's fantastic thanks caleb absolutely thank y'all Swift and uh, Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed.